Hi everyone, what you're about to listen to is an interview that I took in person while attending the Crypto Commons Gathering Conference in Austria in August 2021. The conference itself was a wonderful experience where people of a lot of different backgrounds and political ideas were able to discuss openly and safely about how crypto can intersect with fostering the commons. What you'll notice from these interviews is that these differences in thought are sometimes apparent because we all come from different places and what was honestly refreshing about the experience is that we could do it in a supportive environment. This is probably one of the most receptive audiences in Crypto to Socialism, which was really great for me. Also a heads up is that you may notice sometimes that the audio was clearly recorded in the house that we were all staying in, which wasn't the best place for recording, but we did the best that we could with what we had. A lot of the interviews will also likely feature in the documentary that I'm making about the world of crypto and its potential futures with a friend. A big reason I was able to make it to this conference was thanks to all the support I received from patrons, so if you find the work that I do important, I hope you'll consider helping out starting at $3 per month on patreon.com slash the blockchain socialist. Um, so we're here at the Crypto Commons Gathering, and I'm with two very interesting people who are very involved in the cooperative space and involved with the Circle UBI project in, UBI, in uh, Berlin. Um, so maybe just to get started, if each of you want to give an introduction to yourselves and the projects you guys are involved in. Ladies mm-hmm. first. <coughs> My name is Milan Kavai. <coughs> I'm Hungarian, but I live seven years long in Berlin, and I'm working for the Circus UBI almost three years long. And my name is Andreas Arnold. I'm a community builder, a connector, and a business developer from Berlin. And I uh, work for Platform Coops Germany, a co-op that we founded uh, in order to create a digital cooperative ecosystem in Germany. And uh, besides this, I'm also a member of the Circus uh, Co-op uh, that I helped founding member of the uh, Smart Freelancer uh, Corp and uh, yeah, I do some other consultancy works in the Corp space. Nice. So, I mean, how, um, so to, I, I kind of like, you guys are like the most representative, I think, of maybe like the cooperative space in the, in the Crypto Commons gathering uh, so far from what I've seen. So um, I was wondering if you guys could maybe define what cooperativism is. Yeah, so um, I think cooperativism refers to an um, economic idea or also like business practice where um, companies and then all uh, individuals who engage in the economy um, don't do this primarily um, by competing against each other, but uh, more by um, cooperating and collaborating on, on various levels. Um, that does not only mean um, that uh, individuals are um, cooperating on, on the value creation process, because we are used to this already in the um, platform economy. Uh, let's say at uh, Uber uh, or Airbnb, we all contribute with certain um, services. Um, this is still part of the cooperativism world, but in addition to this, you get um, to participate in the um, decision-making process, which is like uh, the operative uh, view of this, but also in the long time um, benefits that are being created because you actually hold um, one uh, part of the company. The, the basic rule is uh, one uh, member, uh, one vote. So you can then also um, you know, vote on like where the profits are going, which is completely different to Uber and Airbnb. Right. 
What's the difference between just like traditional corporations in general? Well, um, besides this, uh, or, or let's say like the ownership uh, structure uh, in a traditional company um, is usually uh, based on a few investors, a few very early founders and, and whoever joined on the way, but it's very limited to, to a selected group. Whereas in the uh, cooperative um, world, um, all the people who are participating in this value creation are also holding a share and can uh, really um, participate. Is there anything that you would like to add? Uh, description. Mm, he's the best possible expert. So, <laughs> does that fit your like experience in working in a cooperative so far? Uh, I worked uh, mostly in NGOs, uh, and this is the first time when I'm working <coughs> in a for-profit uh, entity. And I think, and this is what I enjoy pretty much here, that it's, uh, I think this is the closest possible option to the non-profit uh, area in the for-profit world. Uh, I didn't really see, didn't really feel our cooperative as a for-profit entity. Uh, we have this option, so to say, but uh, <clears throat> I enjoy very much that we can have uh, the best of the uh, two worlds. Right. with uh, this setup. Yeah. So then maybe, so right, we have on one side, we have traditional corporations in which the ownership structure is based on mm -hmm. a few investors or shareholders who make decisions for everybody else who works for it, um, therefore exploiting their labor. Uh -huh. And then on the other side, we have cooperatives in which the people who are actually doing the labor um, get a cut in the share of the profits and they get uh, a say in the governance of the actual entity itself. Um, so I think what's maybe on top of that, what is interesting to, um, to talk about is platform co-ops and how those, like, how, how do you see those in this mm -hmm. space? Yeah, so you're right. I mean, uh, the idea of cooperativism and uh, co-ops particularly is a few hundred years old. Um, and since they unfortunately don't really live up to those values, what we just described, uh, they, they rather have hierarchical, um, you know, um, yeah, many hierarchies. Um, so that's why um, at one point, especially when also the sharing economy uh, bursted and, and, and um, people who joined early uh, coming with the idea of sharing is caring figured out that eventually again, like the big VC uh, companies, they win. Uh, then the idea of uh, co-ops got um, elaborated to, to another level and, and the term uh, platform co-ops um, just adds then in addition that um, all those governance processes which uh, used to um, be held in one room, like for a general assembly, hundreds of people uh, had to come together, which was okay when you talk about agricultural co-ops or, or local banks and so on. Um, but uh, this is not really um, you know, possible in the digital world. So that's why uh, the platform uh, comes in addition as um, you know, a digital infrastructure, um, which could be a blockchain, a DAO, any uh, types of communication protocols to um, enable this um, global governance to happen. But it could also mean that uh, the business model itself is uh, not happening in a, in a analog world, but, but in the internet. So um, yeah, any, any type of um, uh, platforms like again Uber or Airbnb, um, that could become a uh, platform co-op uh, as well. So were you like, 
when you came across the crypto world, we, was there like a clear connection um, between platform co-ops and blockchain in the beginning? How did you feel about that? Well, I think I heard about uh, blockchains and DLTs before uh, platform co-ops. Um, because, um, yeah, or maybe it happened at the, at the same time. And, um, and initially, yeah, I didn't see uh, so much of a connection. And to be honest, I was also not uh, really in, into uh, governance uh, because uh, having started some, some own startups before, I thought uh, it's easier to, uh, to start without all the community building uh, around because then you're more agile, you can move faster and so on. Um, but uh, that uh, perception changed uh, when, when you could really uh, tell that, for example, in the Berlin ecosystem over the course of the years from 2012 to 2014, more than 200 social entrepreneurs uh, had to stop their activities because um, yeah, they, they just could not rival with, with those big platforms. Um, so that's why um, community building and governance became a dimension of um, I don't know, of competitive advantage even because you could uh, do things differently and, and, and reach out to the people in a way where you didn't need those uh, billions of dollars uh, for marketing, but where you could uh, you know, uh, rely on, on direct uh, connections because you, you are from the network, you are the network basically. Mm. That opened a different um, range of, of business um, yeah, possibilities. Yeah. Um, and so one of these crypto projects that you are involved with is, of course, Circles UBI. So I was wondering um, if you could, Blanca, maybe explain very quickly what Circles UBI is and um, how it's working in Berlin at the moment. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Circles UBI is, <coughs> is a project where we want to create uh, a basic income system without the state, uh, with the complementary currency and uh, where the value of uh, this basic income comes from the people who accept it as a payment. So what we used to say is that it's a community-based basic income where people give each other basic income. It's not just uh, marketing bullshit. It's, <coughs> it's a very uh, important fact in the system. Mm. And uh, our cooperative, Circus Coop, uh, has two main goals. <coughs> One is to build up this uh, pilot in Berlin, uh, to be able to show that it works. And the other is to support with uh, empowerment, skill share, knowledge, whatever, <coughs> all the groups around the world who are interested in uh, building up a similar system based on this concept. Mm. And how does that system, um, like as a as a user, mm -hmm. say I come to Berlin and I want to uh, take part in the Circles UBI ecosystem, what what would I have to do? Mm -hmm. uh, first, you need to sign up. Uh, it's uh, pretty much recommended to go to, to one of our events because uh, we have uh, this solution to avoid fake accounts that uh, Circus works only through trust connections. Mm. Uh, otherwise, mm. the system would uh, create a lot of basic income to a lot of fake tokens, and this is not uh, what we need. And it's right. not just uh, aesthetical is issue, it's harming the system. Uh, and uh, you can have a use of this basic income system if you're really part of a community so to say. So if you are pretty much isolated 
then uh, you will be most likely able to join in the system because you will find three person who validate you mm. with their trust that you are a living person but uh, since uh, the payment going through the real trust connections uh, the usage of your tokens will be pretty much limited mm. and uh, it's an obvious question why do we have a, why do we have in the middle this very strong bottleneck because if you have a money you want to spend it and uh, if you have the surplus money, you can spend it through this trust connection. Uh, the main reason for this is that if you want to have, uh, if you want to create value in a money which comes for free, uh, it's a big uh, witchcraft. <laughs> and one of the tools to achieve is this bottleneck that uh, if you can use it only through uh, your trust connection, then uh, it will have more likely a real value at the end of the day because it's uh, validated, so to say, that it's not a fake uh, thing. Um, and now we are at the beginning of uh, this work, which means that if you follow our social media and soon we will have hopefully a marketplace where uh, these information are easily available, then you can see which uh, businesses are accepting circles. Now we have uh, some high quality good food, uh, what you can buy, uh, services, you can pay for bookkeeping, accounting, which is very, very important because this kind of service is uh, interesting for everybody even mm. if you have a bookshop, even if you're an interpreter, whatever you are doing if you can pay with circles for bookkeeping and tax advising then <coughs> there is a value for basically now for every uh, possible circle business partner and you need to follow it and then you know that that I can pay for a lunch with circles Things like that. Yeah, and so you guys have a few um, businesses already in Berlin that accept circles. Yes. Yeah. So if you come to Berlin, you're accepted into the Circles Network. You get a little bit of a Circles as UBI. You can go get a you know coffee or you know <laughs> I guess a lot. I, a I bit more. Some cafes, yeah, at least. Cafe is important, but it's not just about cafe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, since we are in Berlin, Germany, uh, it actually started with beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can get a beer. Breweries are first. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bars. Nice. And how, how has it uh, gone so far? Like, I know you guys do... So, like, what's really interesting about Circles UBI, I think, is that... I think when you think about UBI, a lot of people just think about, oh, the government will rain money on everyone, and then, you know, they'll use it. But, you know, the sort of maybe potential issue of that is that, okay, well... All right, all of our landlords just increase our rents by the amount of like UBI everyone gets. So it's like there's a limited, you know, with that type mm -hmm. of system how it works. Um, and on the other side, it's like okay, these all these crypto projects that want to do UBI, it's sort of like all right, we're making a new token and we're just like giving it to everybody who signs up, and they're like, yeah, that's UBI, you know, just take these tokens and then mm -hmm. you can spend it. But there isn't any like, it misses the point of like how you use money, which is, I mean. That's, in the circles UBI approach is like through these trust networks where you have to be trusted by three people who are also trusted etc in order to join and then uh, mm -hmm. you sort of are creating value through your trust you're recognizing the value through your trust that's a good question 
I would say yes, because uh, to understand and to use circles takes a lot of effort now. Mm. Partly because uh, people don't understand what's going on. Mm. And of course people don't understand how Euro is functioning. They mm. just don't ask the very same or similar questions. Where is the value behind Euros? Why it has a value? Which uh, functions does this money have? Uh, where is, how is produced? You know, people don't ask such questions, but if they confront uh, the circles UBI, then they start to ask these questions. And it's very difficult to uh, answer them. Uh, and if people give this effort, that's, I think this is where I see the trust behind this. Uh, and if later it will work better, and uh, it won't be so complicated to find okay there I can pay with circles but does it functioning right now or not and how can I pay taxes and what is this if uh, in few years it will be much easier much smoother people won't ask those questions because it's functioning and uh, the functionality the usage of this system so there I see the trust Mm. And the other is that uh, I see and uh, appreciate uh, and I find very touching the trust of our business partners. Uh, and they are doing it because we share the values and not because they think that they will be rich based right. on circles. Yeah, and it's a very touching thing. Yeah, I might just add on this, like one uh, important aspect of the value creation behind circles, as we recognize that it's not an airdrop from the government or just another shitcoin, as somebody phrased it today. Uh, it's really, um, besides the trust of the individual people and besides mm -hmm. the trust of the business, it's also that we um, create um, new economic value by matching um, supply that did not find its way to the market yet. And uh, on the other hand, people who do not have the means of consumption, people with, with no fiat currencies, basically. And by, by um, matching them, we create um, new opportunities for, for, for markets. And, and this is in itself um, uh, economic value, because otherwise those resources, they would have been wasted, like a social beer brand in Germany um, that we have as a business partner which I couldn't sell um, 50 liter kegs uh, in the last one and a half year due to the pandemic. They would have um, just thrown it away. But now we buy this for circles, which is still a worthless token to them, but we uh, can sell it uh, to the UBI holders. And uh, by this, we start a new economic uh, value chain or supply chain that eventually we loop into a network because um, the beer brand, which is now holding that worthless token, figures out, oh, wait a minute, it's not that worthless when I can pay for marketing, for logistics, uh, for um, tax consultancy and so on. So we really um, stitch together a network where um, businesses can also save fiat currencies and that's then beneficial to them. So it's eventually also rising the value of the token. And once um, there's a critical mass of uh, people and businesses and, uh, and a certain value of the token, then of course it will set more incentives for, for other people and other businesses to join. Yeah, and I imagine that as well, I mean, 
with uh, circles, I mean, you guys are doing this pilot in Berlin, so there is like this focus on like the material economy, which I think sometimes some crypto UVI projects um, maybe sometimes miss, and that's it's like purely digital. But circles UVI is something that is um, the digital part is easy. I think it's easy to to send circles back and forth over the internet because of natively it's platformed on the, on a blockchain system and over the internet that's sort of where where it thrives. Um, but you're making this conscious effort to make it into a um, like a material currency or like you know one that we would spend in the meat space, so to say. Mm -hmm. um, but I imagine like for you, um, Andres, there's some implications for this for like the platform cooperative world as well. Um, let me think about this one. Um, I mean, yeah, um, as I said, the platform um, cooperative world is still fairly new. So it's very exciting to has, have uh, concrete uh, examples, uh, which are really um, living that idea. Um, yeah, and it makes it uh, tangible. As I said, you come to Berlin, you can experience what platform cooperativism is like. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, so you guys have been at the conference now for a while and we're nearing the end. And um, I asked everyone this, but um, what do the crypto commons mean to you? <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> I enjoyed very much that uh, we didn't need to explain everything from scratch. People just understood. <laughs> and they had uh, very relevant questions. Yeah. That's a rare experience if you talk about circles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm very happy that we uh, we could have this uh, session because that's for us probably one of the best possible <laughs> group to mm -hmm. spread and uh, to get critical, valuable feedback. Yeah, I think um, crypto, similar to platform corps, are making um, or paving the way towards uh, a world uh, of commons, because it's uh, not only educating people about um, all those possibilities, but uh, it lets it experience uh, how you could actually participate in governance, in uh, collaborative value creation, uh, sharing and, and all, all those things that we are not used because we are still coming from this old world um, where um, companies uh, utilize uh, top-down hierarchies and um, and people are, I don't know, I mean, they, 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 they seem to not be so active uh, at, at their work. They're paid for something and then they go home and this is when their life starts. But I think in the commons world, we all need to be um, aware of like what's going on and, and how we could uh, participate in this. So um, along the way, I, I really see that uh, crypto and, and platform co-ops um, yeah, can, can support people and experience this and then um, later on uh, even enable different systems. Nice, yeah, that was a huge theme uh, throughout the conference. Is how do we build a new system? Everything is fucked. <laughs> how do we do something different? <laughs> and I think Circles UBI is uh, one of those like little beacons of hope that maybe we can make uh, a small, a small system somewhere <laughs> to try and uh, get in a little bit. Uh, in Berlin, it's a small thing. In Berlin, it's a basic pocket money. 
but uh, we have for example a very promising pilot in Indonesia in Bali oh, nice. and uh, I have high hopes about uh, their work and then it won't be just a pocket money if uh, they succeed then uh, circles can create a very very big change uh, in the life of many mm, and that's already <laughs> something yeah nice Mm -hmm. um, I just want to double check, is there anything else that you guys want to mention? Mm. You got it all. Mm -hmm. yeah. Want to say the domain? or yeah. <laughs> Register your wallet under circles.garden <laughs> something like this. Mm. No, no, we don't need more users, we need more business in the system. Yeah. So register your business and accept circles as a payment. Yes, this is what I can say. <laughs> cool. Maybe um, to just finish off, you guys can share where people can um, follow you and keep up with your work. Uh, yes. Mm, our main information channel is on Twitter. That's Circus UBI. And we have Instagram and Facebook, but they are less interesting. And uh, the main website of this project is the joincircles.net. Uh, there we try to explain how it's functioning, how you can uh, connect. And yeah, you can follow up our work in Platform Corps Germany uh, uh, via the domain platformcorps.de and uh, get in contact with us to um, engage in our community calls, uh, get support if you want to create a platform corp, or even join our um, platform corps in an innovation network. Cool. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>